Hi, ready to... Ready. Ready. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Hi. Two weeks in. Here we go. Can you believe it? feel like we're on a racetrack. We're just getting started. Re- new year? New me? New reader? No, not new mm. me. Same old me, new year, new books. New books. New reading goals. Which we need to set today. Yep. So. But before we get started on any of that, Jamie. Yes. Do you have a fun fact? I have the funnest of fun facts. Whoa. Whoa. That I didn't even, I wasn't even researching for a fun fact at the time, and a fun fact appeared. It found you. It found me. Wow. Yeah. Other way around. I can't wait. So I was looking at a list of most anticipated books of 2023. Okay. Like, what am, so that I could know like what to be watching for, what to get on a waiting list. I, I like love to read it. through what to anticipate. And one of the books that popped up that looked interesting to me is called Who Gets Believed When the Truth Isn't Enough? And I was reading on um, that title sounded intriguing to me. Um, and so I started reading the synopsis and it says, this is a book, a, a groundbreaking, a groundbreaking book about persuasion and performance that asks unsettling questions about lies, truths, and the difference between being believed and being dismissed in situations spanning asylum interviews, emergency rooms, consulting jobs, and family life. Why are honest asylum seekers dismissed as liars? Um, and I was like, oh, this sounds really good. I'm putting it on my list. So I go to put it on my list and I'm looking on the library to see if they have a waiting list yet on it. And so then I look at the author and the author is Dina Nayeri. And I was like, Ooh. Nayeri? That's familiar. Why is that familiar? Our author this month of Everything Sad is Untrue is Daniel Nayeri. And yes. so I started doing some research and they are brother and sister. Wow. So that is cool. Yeah. They've written a book together or a couple books together that are young adult novels, but she has a couple books out there. They all kind of center around being a refugee. She has The Ungrateful Refugee, A Teaspoon of Earth and Sea, Refuge, and The Waiting Place, When Home is Lost and a New One Not Yet Found. So they both really write about what they've experienced and use it in their writing, but they are both authors. That is cool. I thought that was really That's cool. That's really cool. Anywho. Very good, fun Way fact. to go, Dina and Daniel. Seriously. Jumping up on my lists everywhere. Isn't it funny? Like, I'd never heard of Daniel Nayuri before, and then all yes. of a sudden, you start seeing things that you maybe wouldn't have noticed before. When, yes. I don't know. Just like I when stuff that. like that happens. That's so fun. So, yeah. Well, thank you. You're so welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, today, though, we thought usually we do a Q&A or a quiz. We've been doing quizzes, Lots which quizzes. we love. I don't think we're done with those quite yet. But um, since it's the new year and we really didn't do like a wrap up of last year formally, we thought we need to have a quiz to pick our best book club pick of the year. Yes. So today we're going to remind you of the 12 books that we read for each month Mm -hmm. and then send you on over to our Instagram where you can see them and place a vote. Yes. So I hope you've listened. Even if you listen to some, if you have one that you loved, Go over and place a vote. We want to hear what everybody's favorites are. Vote, vote, vote. I was going back through and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of good books. We had a good year. Should we get started? Let's go through which ones we read. 
starting in January of last year? Yes, we did. Or do you want to start with December? No. Let's let's start start January January and move up. Okay. So January was Wish You Were Here by Jodi Pickolt. I love her. I I just finished one by her too. Um, In February was Bewilderment by Richard Powers. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, that that had that my one heart. Sat with me. I think still yeah. is still sitting with me. Yes, and it was February. Yeah, I think that says something. Okay, March was Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Another good one. I know it's been on a lot of lists. Oh yeah, best of twenty twenty two. That one has I've seen that on other lists as well. Yep. Um, the less people know about us by Axton Betts Hamilton. I had to have Jamie remind me. Now, what was that? The minute she said, I was like, oh, yeah. About her life and how her mom stole her identity. Yeah. So it was like identity theft. Fraud. Within your own family. Within your own family. Crazy. It was crazy. Um, May was The Singing Trees by Boo Walker. That was a fun one. That was a good one, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I still see the cover. That's exactly what I was going to say. The cover stands out to me. Um, Number six, Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. I liked that one too. That was fun. And that one just has a fun cover too. Like it does. We're talking about covers. That's a good it's cover. It's a great cover. I just saw it in Barnes and Nobles yesterday and was also like, on a lot of lists. Yeah. I think it was a Yep, that was, that was a favorite. one that was talked about. Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. Which was not a favorite of Not mine. our favorite. But everyone else's year. favorite. But it's also on a lot of lists of best of for twenty twenty two. So there you go. Agree I with wa- us or not. I know. I want to hear about it. Maybe Did you love it, does. it? Yeah. August was Magic Hour by Kristen Hanna. Loved it. I loved that one, too. Well, I love her. I love her. I so. think she could put her name yeah. on it, and I'd love it. Okay. That's how it goes. <laughs> yep. Um, September was How High We Go in the Dark by Sequoia Nagamatsu. That one was the recommendation by a listener. Yes. And. Fascinating. I talk with this. Talk, when I talk books with people, this one tends to always come up. It, there's so many things to talk about in that so book. So many different things. And I always am like, Snortorious P.I.G. Best he character ever. He was the ever. coolest. Yeah. Yes, he was so, so good. Um, October was Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney. Such perfect That book was for good October. for October. That was a good pick. Um, November was I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. Another that was a classic. It was. And so I glad can't I finally I read, read it. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Yep. And December, Seven Days of Us by Francesca Hornick. Which I really did enjoy. Oh, that really was a great wrap up. What a year. I know. It's a year of good reads. I am for sure. I can't wait to hear what all of your favorites are and what ends up rising to the top. Yeah. Like we will see. It'll be great. I can't wait. Um I need to think about what my vote is gonna go to. I don't know. We have to think about it. We have to think about it, too. Anyway. But until then, to add to, one of my favorite things about the end of the year is looking over all the best of 2022 lists. Like, I looked at Barack Obama's, The New Yorker. You know, everyone puts out a list. Their favorite books. Their favorite books for the year. So, this week, we are giving you our top five, each of us, our top five books of the year to add to your lists of things you need to read. If you I haven't yet. love this so Me much. Too. I actually like went through all of my books and was like, "Ooh, how am I going to narrow it down?" I, I know. Same. 
I had I kept writing one down that cross it out of it. No, 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 this one, this one. No, I like this, this one better. Yeah, I gave more five stars this year than I think I ever have. That is amazing. Which is yeah, but it also makes it hard to pick your top five it when totally makes you it have hard. more than five five stars. So I agree, Sarah. What is one of your top five? Okay, so that's that's. What Are we you doing do. it in order from five to one, or just your top five? I can order them. I don't know if I can. They're all really good. Yeah. I'll just pick one. Okay. Let's just give you our top five because I don't know what my favorite is, but these are my top five favorites. Okay. So here, one of my favorites, five favorites, mm-hmm. I had a lot of favorites, but narrowed it to five, is When Life Gives You Pears by Jeannie Gaffigan. That was an excellent read. I decided, like, I think the interesting thing for me when I looked back on my books this year was how many five stars I gave to memoirs. Yes. Like, I read, I loved the memoirs I read this year. That was a big genre for me as well this year. And I just, I think that was the genre I gave most five stars to. Mm-hmm. And so I, I narrowed it down to, that was my favorite of my favorites. Yeah. Of memoirs. Yeah. I just loved it. It just had a lot of heart humor, but also was incredibly moving with such a right. with heartbreaking such a heavy experience, experience that yes. she could still find humor and light. Yes. Loved it. Okay. Yeah, I loved it too. One of my top five is The Comfort Book by Matt Haig. I think if you ever read a book and have to immediately buy two copies for other people. It's a win. That's a winner. I agree. So, yeah, I just love that one. It was his, you know, just little snippets of advice on dealing with mental health and life situations. It's a great gift. I'll tell I you right it. now. Yeah. You're uh, the best. One of my faves. I love that one. Good call. Um, another one of my top five is Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell. Now, I just read this one, so I haven't talked about it on the podcast yeah. yet. Because I just read it over Christmas break. And I, it is just like, I loved it. Loved it. Now, it's not new this year. So it's been around oh, for a little I while, in case that. you didn't know. Mm-mm. And it's the story of, like, Shakespeare before he wrote Hamlet. And, like, really his life leading up to Hamlet. And it's... It's fictional, right? right? It's based on what little facts they do have. And she did change Shakespeare's name and his wife's name, but the children's names are the same. His parents' ah. names are the same. Anyway, I think just to keep it like a fictional story. That it wasn't biographical. Yes. It was still fictional, so we changed some names, but yes. loosely based. Oh, it was so good. Really? It was really good. Anyway, and I liked it. are you a huge fan of Shakespeare? You know, I, I'm not a big Shakespearean. I don't know yeah, if that's the right I, word. I'm not either. So when I look at that, I'm like, yeah. I Shakespeare. Like it. It's not yeah. Shakespeare. It's not written like, like a that. play. Okay. Um, or even in that language, it's very much a story that you okay. would read. I think I think it's been on my list for a while. That's probably what's held me off for a long time. Like, oh, I don't know if I can jump into that era. Yeah. But it's not. It is a story just like all the historical fictions you'd read. Cool. Um, it just was really good. It was good. So that made my top five. I'll have to add that to my list. Um, My next one is The Blackbird Girls by Anne Blankman. Ooh, I remember you talking about that one. This is about historical fiction, two young girls that um, the, whose dads work at the power plant Chernobyl when it explodes. And so, and just what life turns into for them and, and that community. Excellent read. I really good historical fiction. I've had a hard time getting that one. I knew very little about, really. Because I think the hold is always it's just so long. So I'm long. like, oh. 
I believe it. It's a good one. And it's like, I had my kids listen to it too. I, it's written as a, a Juno fiction or young adult and really uh, eye-opening. Just an important yeah, book. I think so. One of those important books. Yep. That's awesome. Um, uh, the next one on my list is The Truth According to Ginny Moon. I remember you talking about that, and I, it's on my list, but I have not read it yet. I still think about that. It was so, it felt very, very authentic and real to me, seeing things through a girl with autism's eyes. Yeah. And just the way that they process and think and problem solve, mm-hmm. right? It was incredibly frustrating. I still remember the feeling of frustration I had listening to her. it. Yeah, just because I could see that it was this solution was very simple. Yeah, but she was gonna figure it out, and they couldn't communicate, and that was a problem. Anyway, it was it was so good. Yeah. It was so well done. I loved good. it. The truth according to Jenny Moon by Benjamin okay. Ludwig. Awesome. Um, the next one for me, the storyteller tells of life and music by Dave Grohl. I'm telling you, I cannot believe uh, that made your top five. Oh my! It, he's such a like. The storyteller. He's such a good storyteller. And it just weaves in so many celebrity people that you like. Yes. And his, like, just those backstories. It's just well written. I really like, it made me, I liked him before and it made me really love and respect him and his talent and um, his position with all these other people struggling with life. I loved it. That's awesome. Um. Okay, the next one for me is Carrie Soto is Back by Terry Jenkins, uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid. That was a good one. It was so good. I really liked it. It was one of those books that I was like, It's highly up there Tennis. for me. Exactly. And I think that's why I felt that way about it, because I had zero interest in reading about tennis. But I had to read but a I Taylor loved- Jenkins Reid. Yes. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I love tennis. And I love Carrie Soto. Is she real? I don't know how she does that every Makes them time. Feel so real. Yes. Yes. It was so good. Yeah, she's a she's a great pick. Good it was choice. So good. My next one is "These Precious Days" by Ann Patchett. Essays. So this was just she writes about her life, and I love Ann Patchett. I know she's a great writer, and to hear her struggles in life and her view on life and her stance on things. I just thought it was so well-written and enjoyable. And I love reading about other people and their journeys and walk like a little example of walking in someone else's shoe yeah. to see what it's like on the other side. Totally. I, I really enjoyed it. Best way to learn. Yes, definitely. All right. The last one on my list, this yeah. is number five, is Kai Kei by Vaishnari. Patel, I'm sure I butchered her name, but this is a, it's like a fantasy, (laughs) totally out there for me, but I loved it so much. I, do you know what I'm loving right now is that we, none of ours even crossed over. We didn't check beforehand. No, we did not. And none of ours cross over. No. But I remember you talking about each of those and I've added so many of these to my list. I just haven't gotten to them yet. I know. Tell me again about that one. Okay, so this is like fantasy. It's about a woman in like a different land. It reminds me of like, I don't know, Lord of the Rings. Maybe a little bit prettier. <laughs> a girl version? Yeah. A prettier version anyway, of Lord of the Rings? Anyway, just as, and she's royalty, 
and just how they I could not do it justice. Go yeah. read this book, especially if you like fantasy books, because you would love it if you liked fantasy. If you're not a big fantasy person, but you feel like, oh, maybe I like one here and there, this is the this one. This is it. Yes. Okay. This is the one. It's so good. All right. My last one is the 100 Years of Lenny and Margot. Uh, I know you read this one as well, right? Um, it's by Marianne Cronin, and it's about um, this older lady who's 83, Margot, and then Lenny, who they're both in, in an hospital. assist hospital, and Lenny's terminal, yes. and they go to this art class together, yes. and then they decide to make a book of their lives, like art of their lives, and so it's just little sweet stories of their lives. So good. I am a sucker for a coming-of-age and an older person story. Like, if it you put a teenager and an older person together to learn from each other, oh, I just love it. And this one I agree. is perfectly done. It's just beautiful. I agree. It was so good. That's a good one. I really like that one. So, I had a couple other five stars, but those are my top, my top five. Yeah. So many. I want to hear, what are your favorite books this yes. year that you read that I need to be reading? Absolutely. I want to, I'm trying to make lists and I'm get things going. I'm reading all the lists of everybody. So send us yours. I want to know what was on the top. Seriously. And I've seen a fun thing going around in the last week or so of friends popping up. Hey, once a month I want to read a book that's recommended to me by someone, right? And so yeah. it's a fun way to like make a goal a reading goal a reading goal and it's so cute and i've i've been reading everybody's suggestions like oh what do you think what do you think give me yes. suggestions give me all your recommendations i feel like stuff. that's yeah. the way you find a good book is when it's recommended and then you can talk to somebody about it yes even better it, which is even better i agree so many fun things okay we can't wait to hear from you this is our most fun thing that we do each year it's our most interactive with our listeners we want to hear from you, so go check us out on Instagram. This is your book club podcast. You can email us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, rate, subscribe, share with your friends so we can get more books. Please do. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll catch you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your, your book club. club.